Hello, hello, podcast people. Going live on Facebook in three, two, and one. Hello. Where where did I put my wine glass? Oh, it's back here. Hello, hello, coming Hi, in hot. Coming to you from a couch tonight. How are you doing, Rebecca? Coming from my couch, so my living room. The lighting in here is so bad, so I apologize, and the camera just kind of stinks, but... We figured keep it low-key, casual. This is our last show of 2019 um, because Christmas is on a Wednesday next week. So yeah. obviously we're not going live on Wednesday. I mean, if you, got, you guys want us to, we can. <laughs> um, so, yes, this is episode 92 of The Real Football Fans of New Jersey. Live from Caitlin's couch. Live from my couch. And uh, as always, we have the big stories of the week in football, housewives, college football, uh, regular professional football, NFL. And uh, we're kicking off our show tonight. We had some Instagram quiz questions for you uh, this week. Caitlin had hers up. I had mine. We always kind of have different choices to choose from sometimes yeah. depending on the question. But still, same three questions. So let's kick it off. Um, the first question that we asked you guys on our quiz was, who is my early favorite to win the national championship in college football? Obviously, there's four teams left, so four mm -hmm. options there. 52% um, of you, the majority of you, got it correct on mine that I did, in fact, pick the number one ranked LSU uh football team and 41% of you also not as high but the majority of you got Caitlin's correct. I was shocked about She that. said who'd you say Kate? Oklahoma. Yes Oklahoma. Um, Caitlin's boy Jalen Hurts former Alabama football player I guess if Alabama can't be there she's got Jalen repping. I think it's going to be a really good game to be honest like I think that Oklahoma not it's going to be a what? Okay, sorry, I'm just getting in a good position here. Uh, okay. Um, I just think it's going to be a really good game. I think that it's going to be a tight game, and I think Oklahoma's going to come out on top at, like, the very last second. So I'm in it for Jalen, of course, but I actually think Oklahoma is a very talented team, and I've been really impressed with what they've been doing over the past couple of weeks as the college football season came to an end. So, Well, that would be huge. They're, uh, they're the four seeds, so they're definitely the underdog, um, but – you know, again, this is a year where we're not seeing, you know, the usual Alabama in the mix, maybe somebody who's really dominating over everybody else. I think this is like an even playing field with the four teams yeah. we've got here. So I think anything can happen for sure. Um, question number two, who is my early favorite to win the Super Bowl? 35% uh, of you, the majority of you said that I would be picking the San Francisco 49ers. Mm -hmm. That is in fact... False. You don't um, say that because her husband's a 49er. I know. Fan. I think that's probably don't why. Don't let you. We no, I keep it real. I keep it real. Our men's bandwagon there. We don't always go I, after our man. I've definitely been excited for my husband and his team doing well, especially in a year where my team is doing nothing. Um, so that's exciting, and I like seeing him happy and everything like that. But that doesn't mean I'm just going to say that they're going to win because I'm going with the New England Patriots. Yeah. Um, I knew that one. She did. She did. Caitlin went three for three on my questions. So because I'm a good friend and I know my best friends. <laughs> you do. You do. Um, Fifty-six percent of you, large majority of you, got Caitlin's correct. Caitlin, you said your early favorite is is the New Orleans Saints, and this actually has changed um, over the past mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Um, I know. Yeah, sure. it really has. I just, I think, again, very similar to Oklahoma. I just have loved, love what the Saints have been doing these yeah. past couple of games and they're like a, it's like terrifying what they're doing I think I think I said recently on the show probably in the last show or two um that before the season started my pick for the Super Bowl the matchup was going to be New England and the Saints yeah. and I still feel good about that so mm -hmm. that's both of our picks right there I think, uh, I think the are going to be in the Super Bowls in the Super Bowl yeah I think there's so many teams live on Twitter we can keep talking <laughs> I think the reason um I know I got a lot of mixed votes on this, and and you did too. Um, I think because there are so many teams that could potentially, yeah. you know, win it all this year, and that makes it exciting as well. Uh, and finally, the last question: 
what Saturday game am I most looking forward to? Now, keep in mind, we have three um, NFL, we have three NFL games on Saturday. Uh, you know, they do that. Know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no game tonight. Like, someone like, had like tweeted out. It was like, no right. Thursday night football, sad face. I'm not yeah. that sad about it. And I know this is like a different dynamic for us because it's Thursday night. We're right, usually right, right. here on Wednesdays. But I... Um, I'm like happy because like Thursday night I'm so tired and it's Saturday like I don't care, and especially because it's three games and they're all spaced out where there's one one o'clock, one four o'clock, one eight o'clock. So it's yeah. like a full great day of football where you'll get the coverage of all three games, mm -hmm. like no matter where you are. I know I'm going to be in South Carolina visiting my parents yeah. and the San Francisco 49ers are playing at night. So I was like, I really want to watch that game. And my mom was like, oh, I don't know if we're going to get it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, these are like technically yeah. prime time yeah. games. I'm like, yeah. everybody, no matter what is going to get it. it. So that's going to be fun. Uh, yes. So our question again was, what Saturday game am I most looking forward to? So the options were one of the three NFL games or we've got college, college bowl, bowl games. Game. So I was stunned to see that you guys clearly do not know me. 35% of you, the majority of you said I would be excited to watch the college bowl games. I, do, I don't, I don't watch college football. football. I really don't. So I, I, I'm almost curious if maybe like people were like, oh, well, there's no football games on Saturday. So she'll be watching college football games. But I, I don't know. No. You guys, come on, come on. Come My on. correct answer was um, the night game, the San Francisco 49ers versus yeah. the Rams. And 45% of you, I guess Caitlin's fans just know her because they all got these right. 45% uh, of you said that Caitlin would, in fact, correctly be excited the most to watch the San Francisco 49ers versus the Los Angeles yes. Rams, not the Chargers. Yes, the Rams, the Rams. Yeah, that the game. LA. I always see the LA and I'm like, eh, it's one of them. That game has huge implications. It I mean, does. Basically, and that's what we were talking about like, yeah. before the show. Like, we were talking today. Like, it does. Anytime the Niners play now, like, I don't care who and the they're Rams playing. Like, I need to see, like, a, this, I this, need to see these games. This final race that we have going on between, and I'm going to get into it a little bit later, but this final race we have going between the Seahawks and the 49ers to win that division is is pretty epic. And, and week by week, like mm -hmm. the Niners, you can't miss a Niners game. You can't. We say this all the time. No. Like every Niners game is insane these last few weeks and, and go down to the so water. So like, you like, don't want to miss you this can't one. Miss these no, 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 no. Really like, Especially like, with it being fully on TV, prime time. Yeah. You can all see it. Make sure you watch it. This like is a team that you, you got to watch. Think, but, but it's, you know, it's division rivalry. And and the Rams are super shady. They're either trash or they're, like, phenomenal. Yeah. So who knows uh, what the Niners are going to be facing. We also have to make, like, comment on that we're both wearing our onesies. Like, I just, like, yes. I love it. Yeah. I chose not to wear it to the Giants game on Sunday. I thought about do it. Do you need me with you to wear them? I need you. I need you with me. But I was thinking about, like, every time we wear them to the games. Oh, we're toast crew when we go to the bathroom. the bathroom. And it's, like, but it's, I think it was a good Thing, I could have wore it because there was no one at the game because yeah, the Giants that's sucked. True, that's true. So like every time I went to the bathroom, there was no line. But like the games that like we've been to, it's been like a thirty-five minute ordeal. Yeah, we, every time we've worn these together, we have like publicly apologized to the line of people waiting behind <laughs> us in the bathroom. We're like, we're wearing onesies. This is gonna take a hot minute. And usually people are pretty cool about. It. They're like, love those onesies. Where'd you get them? And we're like, okay, cool. Like we're good. We're good. Yeah. But yeah, we've had these for a hot minute now. Um, I put up a thing on my Instagram, mm. came up on my phone today, like, oh, four years ago, this is what you were doing. And it was a picture of us in our onesies. What was the dynamic? You got me mine, then I got you yours, or I got I one, even... and then I got you yours, because you liked it so much. I think you so might have it for me. I think you- I, I think definitely you got, got I, I know I got it for you as a gift, but I'm like, so I don't know how I, I got it. it either. It was so freaking long ago, but we've been rocking them ever since. They're, They're great. great onesies. I wear them every like Monday night game, every Thursday night game. Like, They're very comfy, like especially this time of the year. Yeah. So, um, two quick notes before we get into our big stories of the week. Uh, congratulations to New York giant, uh, Sterling Shepard on the birth of his, uh, second child, mm -hmm. uh, another girl. Um, she was born on Tuesday. Her name yeah. is, <laughs> I know he's, he's going to have to get, to get another one. We, we got to go again because we need a boy, right? Um, so her name is Cassie Snow Shepherd. Again, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, 
I don't know why, like, if you just take the middle name, like, Snow Shepherd, like, I thought of, like, Snow Leopard. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so weird. That's immediately, like, Snow what I... Weird. But um, he actually lives in our hometown. Fun that fact. We, we recently found that out. So that's awesome. Caitlin and I are going to go trick-or-treating. We'll We're going to go trick-or-treating at his house next year. Offer whatever we can for the baby. We'll come by. You know, you want us to babysit. Yeah, you need a babysitter. You need, like, dinner or something. Like, we'll come cook. Like, no, they'll kidnap my baby. Please, leave. <laughs> Leave me alone, you psycho um, bees. And then one more quick shout out. Congratulations. We talked about this last week um, with the nominations. Congratulations to Joe Burrow, a quarterback for LSU. He won the Heisman Trophy. He had a great By speech. By like a landslide. He By a landslide. The most in Heisman Trophy uh, history. Yeah. Um, blew out the competition. Obviously, yeah. I was a little salty because I love Jalen Hurts. But um, well deserved, though. He broke a lot of records well this year deserved. in the SEC um, and for LSU. And what you had just said, his speech. Is actually very heartfelt um, and genuine. I was crying like when I watched it. it. Um, and I'm not an LSU fan, like, I'm not, and I just it it really touches home. Um, because you know, he he wasn't a starter, like, like a he, long path a very long right and, now. And I think a lot of us can relate to that, whether yeah. it's from you know, athletic careers, your career just in general, right now. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us face like these, um. Adversity. That's what the word is. You do. But you're going to get there one day where it just clicks and things like really make sense. And it's hard. Like no one's like that successful. So, oh, my sister just commented on the cast. Sterling Shepard, she's a really good babysitter. (laughs) She's coming too. We're all coming. (laughs) We're a package deal. We all babysit together. We're all coming. I think they would love that, to be honest. But yeah, honestly, so if you do have a second, go watch the speech. Um, Very deserving of him. Seems like a good kid. I'm excited to watch him in the NFL. Also, just like side note, so like I like think it's great he won the Heisman. You guys need to follow this kid on Instagram. His captions are on point. Like he's hilarious. Like. And not only that, he's like very adorable, obviously. He's, so. like, he's funny, but he's also very yeah. like poised and like yeah. you know not cocky or anything Re-tweets like that. The I, I like the kid. He seems. I'm. I'm intrigued. I am too. I'm, I'm excited to see what he does next year. No matter, For sure. No matter where he lands. Yeah, because he'll be starting somewhere. Absolutely. You know. All right, so let's get into our big stories of the week in football. This was a crazy mm. uh, week in between shows here for us. So we've got NFL quick hot topics to make sure that, um, you know, we're filling you in on all the big things that happened. Uh, let's kick it off with the Pro Bowl, okay? The Pro Bowl rosters were announced this week. Um, was that Tuesday night? I believe so. No shocker here. Uh, Baltimore quarterback. Uh, Lamar Jackson, also, you know, your MVP favorite. He was the lead vote getter. And not only that, but goes to show that you can do MVP type things when you have a great supporting cast around you. So the Mm -hmm. Baltimore Ravens are the team that is sending the most players to the Pro Bowl this year with 12. The second most is uh, happens to be on the other side on the NFC. uh, The New Orleans Saints are sending seven players. So to send 12 players to the Pro Bowl is phenomenal. I know. I mean, that's It's huge. no shocker. No shocker, in my opinion. No shocker. Yeah, this has been a great team on, on both sides of the ball. And, that, and special teams. I mean, you got Justin Tucker. He, he's the man. So um, I love Justin Tucker. He's in a – follow him on Twitter. He's actually another <laughs> hilarious guy. Like, yeah, he's got a like great low-key opera singer, like, you yes, know, player, yes, like, yes. whatever the hell he is. Like, he's good. Um, so I did get a, chan- a chance to read the rosters for both the NFC and the AFC. Uh, didn't really get to dive too deep into it to see maybe who, who was missed or anything like that. There was a lot I just of quickly, I quit. I'm sure that every year there is. And, uh, unfortunately it, it goes by fan votes and, you know, sometimes, sometimes yeah. the actual people who deserve to be in, I think would be there if it was voted amongst like, yeah. and like professionals, like analysts and commentators and even amongst coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people would, you know, you wouldn't have as many snubs, but anytime you have the fans voting, um, you know, there's certain people that you just. Oh, I don't know. Tom Brady's good. I guess I'll put him in. Tom Brady didn't make the Pro Bowl this year. No New York Giants made it. That was the first time in a very long time. Uh, I think the closest was we had an alternate with uh, Dixon. Dixon is an alternate. Saquon is a fourth alternate. alternate. We can't blame them on that. He got injured, and and he's been back, and the line sucks, and he can't run behind them. So. I'm not um, arguing with it. I just yeah. think it's, it's sad. Like, I think, like, license plate guy, like, tweeted something out about it. And it was like, you know, you're not going to go out and say the Giants were snubbed. Like, people were they snubbed. Were. But yeah. it's just disappointing it to, like, disappointing, see for the for first sure. time in a long time that no Giants players are going. Yeah. Um, and I... I also think Peppers could have had a good shot if he had stayed healthy. I think he could have maybe yeah, gotten into the mix. Yeah. 
Oh, I hope you read it. Why, why I'm looking at my Twitter. Oh, oh, oh. I'm looking this way. <laughs> so for everyone on the Facebook Live, we're also live yeah. on Twitter. So I'm going like this to see. All right. Let, let's talk about a guy who always finds himself himself in the news for all the wrong reasons, right? Yeah. Can't believe we're talking about this for what is probably the millionth time. Um, it was announced on Monday that Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon is suspended indefinitely for violating the NFL policies on performance substances and stuff substances of abuse. This is his yeah. fifth suspension in eight years. He has missed two full NFL seasons. Like we're not just talking minor suspensions here, people. He's already missed two full seasons. Yeah during his career. Um, I, do, I, I don't know. I don't think this guy's coming back to the He's NFL. Not. There's no way, no. right? I've already put my, um, my like ballot in the box, like for voting him and Antonio Brown are done. So with the NFL. So yeah, I just, it's weird. It's weird. I, I, I don't see how the NFL could possibly keep giving somebody more. Like I know it was a big deal when he came mm. back this time, um, when he was reinstated. Uh, I just, I don't know how the NFL lets him back. It, it, it's a joke. And I forget who I was talking about it. I think I was talking about it with our friend Jamal. And it just got to a point where it's like, Roger Goodell does not care. Um, it, he doesn't care. The conduct board. I bring this up all the time. They need to like revamp their conduct they board. Do. They do. Looking at rules and right. Like, they do. like you are letting this guy. Now it's like to a point where it's like, when did when was this ever okay? It was never okay. Right. This league right now is filled with like jokers and these people that are doing like heinous things. Right, and right. you, uh, I don't even know. It's you let Josh go to up to this point, up, yeah. get to this point. But you could beat a woman. You could beat a child. You could, we've talked about this many times yeah. on the show before. I've always said that. I you think let Miles Garrett almost literally physically kill someone I think, on I think the, the whole smoking marijuana thing, like the, the, um, the trouble you get into the, for that, like the suspensions, the the missed games, I think is oh, like way one. more harsh. Uh, it's whatever. But you can play devil's advocate and say here that the rule is the rule and it is what it is. So you and know what it is. And yeah, is it stupid? Maybe. Does it? Is it too harsh? Definitely. But at the end of the day, it's what the rule is. Yeah. So you can't do it if you want to play yeah. in the league. Like you just can't. So Josh Gordon, like I... I don't, I don't know. There what was to a say. joke though that because the um, MLB is um, pulling off testing for marijuana, but they're adding that in Josh like cocaine and like opioids. Like, but I thought that was so weird. They're like, we're now testing for cocaine and opioids. It's like you never tested for that. Yeah, you're <laughs> and we're for and we're no, pulling off. Josh Gordon, go ahead. You can you can do. But there's like a really like, funny meme smoking. of like him with like a baseball bat. Yeah, like, <laughs> Oh my god! All right, head well, on over to the MLB. We'll see what happens with him, but it's not going to be good. Yeah, I, I can tell you that right now. Um, okay, and then yesterday, um, this one hits home for Caitlin and I. Big news, big news amongst uh, Giants oh fans. Yesterday, it was announced that Jacksonville uh, fired their VP of Football Operations, who we all know is Mr. Tommy Coughlin. Tommy C. Um, by firing him two two games before the regular season ends, obviously Jacksonville's not making the playoffs. Um, he finishes his time there just shy of three full seasons with the team. Um, not really sure why they couldn't just let him finish it out, but I do have a quote uh, from Jaguars owner Shad Khan um, about you know, his decision. He said, within the past hour, I informed Tom Coughlin that he was being relieved of his duties as executive vice president of football operations of the Jacksonville Jaguars effective this evening. I determined earlier this fall that making this move at the conclusion of the 2019 season would be in everyone's best interest. So I guess it was happening no matter what. But in recent days, I reconsidered and decided to make this change immediately. I thank Tom for his efforts, not only over the past three years, but for all he did from our very first season. He was their first ever mm -hmm. coach, if people don't know that, um, 25 years ago, to put the Jacksonville Jaguars on the map. General Manager Dave Caldwell and Head Coach Doug Marone will each report to me on an interim basis. My expectations and those of our fans for our final two games in the 2020 season are high. So the thing with Tom Come on, dude. So um, I disagree with firing him, obviously, because it's still it's like a very soft and like touchy, like not soft, sore like topic with us yeah. because we had watched him get fired for no reason. Um, but 
The thing with Tom Coughlin is that his, um, and if you are a Giants fan, like you do know this, like you could read, like read Michael Strahan's book, like read it. You know, he's a hard ass and his way of operating right now does not click with the younger generation. And right now the Jacksonville Jaguars, they have that younger mindset. They have these young guys on there. So he was butting heads with basically every single player. And that's just not where the Jaguars are taking their organization right now. They're not doing this old school way, tough way, which in my opinion, that should be the way. It's a shame. shame. Because it's proven to be successful. Yes, absolutely. And I'm sorry, like, you're young and you're making gazillions of dollars and boo-hoo if Tommy Coughlin, an an older man, yells at you and tells you to get your shit together. Like, I'm sorry about that because, like, that's how I operate in life. Mm -hmm. I am a hard ass and I also do work well when people, like, are being hard on me and pushing me towards success. Uh, But that's how it's turning. I laugh all the time and I've I've definitely told you this before. I've said it before um, that I'm a very, very punctual person. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like if someone tells me to be somewhere at eight o'clock and I get there at eight o'clock, I feel like I'm late. late. Okay. So I always joke that I'm running on Tommy Tommy Coughlin time because I really am. Um, But also interesting to read in this article, like reading into more about this, um, according to NFL insider Ian Rappaport, uh, Coughlin was planning on retiring anyways after the season. So I feel like, okay, I feel, but like, listen, I feel like if the owner is admittedly saying I was going to make this move at the end of the season and if. Coughlin admittedly was going to retire at the end of the season and you respect him and you're, you're so grateful for him for everything he's done for that organization. Why the F aren't you letting him just like retire in like a respectful manner instead of saying that you fired the guy, like let him just go out. Like, okay, we want to like take these last two games seriously for what you're not making the playoffs. And I get that you want to win and I respect that, but you can still win if he's still in the building. Like it's not, he's not going to change whether you win or lose those last two games. Like I think when you say something like that, like you want to take these last two games seriously, Doing a, a shakeup like that actually isn't taking it serious, in my opinion. Yeah, but it's saying that you already moved on the next you've year. You're done. So what? The then you're not the point? concerned about these two games. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's BS, and I'm not happy about it. And I hope Ian Rappaport is wrong. I hope Tommy C like wants to hang. back on the mat. Back on the mat. I figured out at the Giants. Hire him he's immediately. Like, he's like 75 or 76 now. I don't care. And uh, I get it if he wants to be done, but still. I'm done with um, Pete Carroll being the oldest head coach in the league. Bring Tommy Coughlin like, back. It's like how Bring I just recently had to hear when Eli was like starting these last two games. Eli has no interest in being a backup quarterback. And he has no interest in coaching in the National Football League. I was like, damn it! Can you stop just like <laughs> turning the knife in my heart? Like, just stop. Like, you already I stabbed, have you I already have stabbed me. Just stop turning the knife. Yeah. Stop making it worse. Yeah, so that's where we're at these days. Good time. <laughs> Times, good times. Very Christmas, everybody. <laughs> That's it. That's our show. That's a wrap. I'm outie. Oh, God. All right. So those are our NFL quick hot topics. Again, crazy stuff happening, as always. So now we're getting into week 15. Um, so Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson. We have it's just that that's it. That's the conversation. We're mm-hmm. just always talking about him as we should. Um, broke the QB single season rushing record held by Michael Vick as huh, God, you know me. It's actually funny. Um, Facebook shows you memories like year mm-hmm. over year. Um, yeah. They go back like 10, 12 years. Very embarrassing. My memory like on this day was we like beat the Eagles, the Giants. Okay. Um, and it was when Michael Vick That's came in. the last time we beat them. Okay. And my like status was, see ya, Vick. Oh so now God. it's like, well, yeah. So here you go. See you, Vic. Because Lamar Jackson is back. Um, rushed for um 1.1k yards. That's freaking wild. Eighth in the league. He's eighth in the league in rushing. He plays the He's quarterback position. People. Oh my god, I can't even fathom this. Like if if you were behind him as a running back, as a starting running back in the National Football League, I'm embarrassed for you. And that's not that's not a knock against Lamar Jackson. It's no. just he doesn't play that no. position. Yeah. No. So I think that um, my biggest take on this, and it's like it's been developing over um, the entire season, is that um, before oh my god, I dropped my notes. Um, before we got in, like when he was being drafted and stuff, like 
it was obviously brought up, you know, like that he is a running quarterback. I know you're yeah. not a huge fan of running quarter or dual threat quarterback. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, because they can get caught in their ways. They can really start It'll screwing up everything like when that. He runs and one blown out knee. I really think that he has taken that, um, like that MO and like that mm-hmm. bad, like that, um, notorious, like bad rap stigma against him, and yeah. has done wonders with it. Oh, cause he the kid has. can throw too. And, but it's, I think he's utilizing both really well. He totally is. But so was Robert Griffin the third. And I'm just saying right. anytime a quarterback runs, you I are, you are putting good. yourself out there to potentially, you know, you're going to get hit if you don't slide in time. The key is knowing how to slide and when to slide. Um, but you're you're vulnerable. Anytime a quarterback is running yeah. the football, you are putting yourself out there to possibly really get hurt. I just have um, a different, like, vibe for him. Like, he, to me, like, he seems different. He's great. And, again, he's going to continue to be great. And – It'll be amazing that he could be a dual threat quarterback as long as he doesn't right. get hurt. Um, and again, I recently said, I think on the last show, I said, I think in this, in the league this year, that quarterbacks, especially these young guys, it's just different. I think everybody needs to be able to run somewhat. As much as I love Eli Manning, he can't run. And we've seen that it's made a difference in having With Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones and him when something breaks down, being able to pick up a first down with his feet. You have to be able to do it but it's, somewhat. It's even like the simplest things of like when yeah. it's four and two. Yeah. Daniel Jones yeah. gets his big ass body over that. It's two just yard something line, you so. have to be able to do now. So yeah, so um Oakland lost their last ever home game in Oakland, twenty to sixteen versus Jacksonville in the last few seconds. It sucks that their I last know. two regular season games are on the road. Mm-hmm. Um and that, that that was their last home game and they had the game in the bag. I was watching it. I they know. had it in the bag and to lose that way in front of their home fans who will never get to have them in Oakland again, even in that state again. Oh, I felt horrible. I felt sick. Are they going to be called the Las Vegas Raiders or the Nevada Raiders? Probably Las Vegas. I mean, I'm just thinking about the NHL and hockey. That yeah, they have a the Vegas team. Now. The the, Kings, there's a Las Vegas. The Knights. Yeah, the, Kings the, and the Knights. Yeah. I don't like hockey. Um. So I don't know. I felt horrible. That was terrible to watch. Really, really terrible. Really sad. Um, but it was nice after the game. You saw a bunch yeah. of the players uh, going around the stadium and like oh, shaking like fans' like... hands. And, yeah, I can't. I'm. That I'm, listen, my heart. We are in a dark, dark place as Giants fans. But if, but we, if we had to deal, left, if we had to deal with the fact that like left. they were going to another state and we were never going to be able to see them like no. 15 minutes from our house ever again, it'd kill me. And it's like not like things could be worse. It could. Like they're going to California to Nevada though. Think of like Rams fans. They're going from Missouri oh, I know. to That's California. I would have been worse. like, hell to the no, I'm out. Yeah, depending where you are in California. They're a completely a different really team, though. Like, who are the St. Louis Rams? No one knows. Terrible, like, that terrible. is like RIP, RIP. <laughs> um, Atlanta beating the San Francisco 49ers. Again, another game right at the end. Atlanta, back. what? Atlanta, what? Who are you? Who are you? What have you done? Like, what have you done? This proves that we've been saying always call team shady. This is the sketchiest team of 2019. I'm not, oh my God, I'm not drunk, I swear. I just, I can't keep a hold of them. Sketchiest team of 2019. Can we both agree on that? Yes. Actually, I don't know. The Rams, the Rams, the Rams and the Falcons. You are sketchy. But, like, like, the Rams will probably come out this weekend and beat the 49ers. If they do, yeah. they're the sketchiest team of 2019. Uh, right? Falcons, I just, I don't get you. I don't, I don't get them either. They piss me off. It pisses me off that they lose the stupidest games when you have all that talent, and then you come out and be a really talented team Makes like the 49ers. Makes you wonder about Dan Quinn, though. We've constantly been talking he's, about I think he's good. And not that, I think that's still there. I mean, he's you beat leaving. one of the best teams in the NFL this year. He's but, like, leaving. why? Why are you starting now? Like, and what happened? And to top it all off, the sketchiness, it's with, like, two days left of the touchdown yeah. to Julio Jones. Who's been sketchy? He was sketchy last season, and he started sketchy this season, too. Yeah, he has trouble finding the end zone. And you know but, I love oh him. Gosh. He's a Bama boy. And he sketchy. barely broke the plane. It, yeah. Watching that with my poor, my poor husband or and sus. his brother, huge Niners fans. Super sus. Super sus. 
super sus. That was rough. That was rough for the Niners because they can't yeah. afford to lose games right now with their battle with the Seahawks. So and that then you was have tough. probably the most exciting news of the weekend, and this that is why wild. this is why another reason to why I picked the Saints earlier. So you have Drew Brees breaking the career passing touchdown records, surpassing Mr. Peyton Manning. Yeah. That should be, uh, I would just be like, I'm out. Like, yeah. that game, I'd be like, I'm done. Drew's got all those freaking records. He's, he's, he's super, the Super, when they announced it, though, like, he like he got, you could, the picture, he's, like, very emotional. Like, yeah. I appreciate that. Like, someone like Aaron Rodgers would be like, I don't oh, my God, Drew I'm Reese so good. Love. I mean, I, I'll say that till the end of time. So, 541 but. touchdowns. Like, I had to wait. Okay. Shit. So, when I read that today, I was like, am I reading the wrong thing? Like, is this not what it is? Because I'm like, that's. An insane amount, That's and then I and then I just took out my phone and just did like quick math, yeah. Um, just vaguely, not knowing the actual numbers that he did every season, how many seasons. I was like, all right, let's just spitball and say he's been there for fifteen seasons. Let's spitball and say maybe every year he had thirty touchdowns, and sure enough, like we're in the five hundreds, and I'm like, right. holy crap, like yeah. that's an insane amount of touchdowns. Oh, and you have guys like Michael like, Thomas, wild. you really can't, you really can't miss the end zone. But there. talk about his. Stats from that game. This is what yeah. I don't even care. The record is amazing, but the stats from this game alone 29 for 30 with four touchdowns, 34 to 7 win over the Indianapolis. I Colts. think that broke a like, record too. Holy crap. For completion percentage. I mean, based on how many times he threw the ball. So 29 I, for yeah. 30. That's absurd. I mean, I've seen, you could see guys go like, 16 for 17, maybe only throw the ball 17 times, but he threw it 30 times and he completed 29 passes. That's unfathomable. Like and he had four touchdowns, no interceptions. Like, that's dirty. one of the best quarterback – it's got to be one of the best quarterback dirty. performances ever. Ever. Yeah. And that's a solid win, too, like, over the Colts. Like, I'm not saying that they're a good team because, like, again – But they're not sketch. a layer. But they're not – That's no, it's not a I'm going right. to knock you out. I'm not right. going to blow you out. But that was a complete blowout, in my opinion. Um, but speaking of the Colts, you know, like, we always have to admit when we royally F up mm-hmm. because it just makes us more authentic, in my opinion. Okay. Uh-oh. What did we do? <gasps> I uh, thought Jacoby Brissett was still injured. Like, I didn't think he was oh, playing. No, I, no, I yep. knew he was playing. He had a horrible game. That's why I said to you, I I, I said the Colts but Katie, don't have I... their answer with Jacoby. They also need to. They're another team. Add them to the list. Need to get a quarterback. Oh, my, my hat is so messed up right now. But, like, we were talking about it. And, like, in my mind, like, when we were, like, yes, like, we were saying, like, they should probably draft a quarterback, but they're not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they'll get a free agent. But I was, like, saying, I was, like, it's too bad Jacoby got hurt thinking he wasn't playing. <laughs> and I royally screwed that up this week. So, obviously, I always come out and admit when I'm wrong because I royally screwed that up this week. I thought he was still injured. Why does my hat look like this? Okay. But, yeah, so those are our big – those are – that was the hot takes. Yeah. One last thing I just want to say with you picking the Saints to win the Super Bowl, I'd be happy because – I really, I love what Drew Brees has done with his career. And I I can't like live with him only winning one Super Bowl because he's done so much and I don't feel like he gets enough credit. And he makes, it's not like the Saints ever have a bad year. They're like the Patriots. They make the playoffs every single season, no matter what. So I just want to see him get another ring. All I'm saying is if LSU wins the college football national championship and the Saints win the Super Bowl, I am flying my ass out to New New Orleans. I'll go with you. Let's make that that right now. Yeah. That is you. We hear you heard it here yeah. live. We will We're go. going to we New Orleans. Go. We are that's, going that's to New Orleans. That's fair. We'll go. We'll go. All right. So um, <laughs> let's get into our week 16 picks plus one lock plus one upset. I'm going to go first oh, on oh, this. Okay, my get your schedule more out. More technology. More tech. Um, Caitlin's doing her picks live. Yeah. So I'm going to go first so she can. I'll like, try not to listen to you. Have a little like, bit of time yeah. to like think about this but anyways my picks and I can start it off with a team that I said last week I wanted to give love to and again giving love to them Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still crushing it Mm. still putting up a ridiculous amount of points Jameis Winston had a like dirty dirty game um That's so, how I knew. I was like, they're either like done with him or he did something surprisingly yeah. good. And so he, listen, yeah. Tampa Bay is, is one of the Saturday games yeah. and they're playing Houston. And I'm actually taking Tampa Bay. So kicking it off with that, I am taking in week 16, Tampa Bay, New England, San Fran, Cincy, the Jets, the Redskins, the Colts, uh, the Ravens, the Falcons, 
New Orleans, the Chargers, Denver, Seattle, Dallas, Kansas City, and Minnesota. My lock, again, I took them last week, is Baltimore over Cleveland. My upset is, I'm surprised I'm giving this team any love, but I'm taking the Jets over the Steelers. All right. I tried not to listen to you there. It's like, I feel like sometimes like when I, like, I just like got off of it. No, I, well, I was just looking at my phone. All right. Let's look at my tablet. All right. So I am going with the Texans, the Patriots, the 49ers, <clears throat> excuse me, the Dolphins, the Steelers, the Giants, the Panthers, the Ravens, the Falcons, the Saints, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Seahawks. <laughs> this is uh, hard, live. Don't uh, think it. And the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Vikings. Do I do love me some Vikings? But me Dalvin too. Cook is most likely sitting out, and he is on my fantasy team, and I'm in the fantasy championship. Just putting oh, that out there. Get a girl. So get, it, get, it. get a girl. I won by one point. Oh my god! No, one point. Oh my god! Like let's you talk better about you better write No. That's her sister. No, no, that's not in. Um, Okay, so my lock is um, oh the Seahawks over the Cardinals, and my upset is. I don't even think I I didn't didn't take one. You were just taking them straight up. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, or the no, the the Dolphins are better than the Bengals technically. Yeah, yeah, what about the Vikings and the whatever? You know what? I don't have an upset because I. Clearly screwed up. So that's okay. You were t- it was hard. It was hard. You you can jump on mine. You want to take the Jets over the Steelers? <laughs> no, because I think the I know, I know, I know. This was a hard week win. to pick an upset. So all, all right. right, technology's going away. Those were our picks. Those were our our big stories of the week in football. All right, let's get into our big stories of the week for Housewives. So this is not only juicy news. It's about Juicy Joe and yes. Teresa, the Real Housewives of New Jersey. This is it, folks. We've been talking about it. This is it. This is it. We've been talking about it for a year now. Mm-hmm. It is over. They are officially separating after what twenty years? Twenty, 20 years, years of marriage. Of marriage. Twenty years of marriage. No plans of divorce at this time, which I think, in my opinion, like just do the whole enchilada, get they it will, done with. They will. I, just, I get it. He's in Italy, yeah. but like, just what are you doing? Separating. What does that mean? You just want to go sleep with other people? Maybe they're just kind of waiting for the deportation thing to just like go down and whatever. I guess. Listen, I've never been married or separated or divorced. So I don't really know what the deal is. So yeah, divorce can be a long process. And maybe know. they just want that first thing to be done with. I don't know. Whatever. I just don't like that. Like divorce isn't a question at this. Time. So are you going to get back to? I don't like. Oh, I don't like that. So whatever. Yeah. Um, he's been out on a few days. I was a shocker when Juicy I Juicy Joe. That. I'm not surprised. You saw that one video no, on Instagram. He was filming that girl's bootay. It was probably her. Teresa has not started dating yet. Apparently that is false. And I'm going to go after my brother's commentary on that. So um, Katie and her husband had a phenomenal ugly sweater party this past weekend. And Christopher, my brother, had brought up that apparently she is seeing someone. Like she has a boyfriend. I don't doubt that. I I don't. So I I told you when the news broke, I said to Caitlin, I was like, she's going to be openly dating somebody in like a month. Right away. Um, so here is a quote. It's from a source from the two of them. So it's a joint source. They discussed their future when Teresa and the girls went to Italy in early November. There's no shocker there. I'm actually, I'm actually happy they spoke in person. Um, and they agreed that each had to move on. They are doing so amicably and very slowly. Joe has been out on a few dates. Teresa has not. She has been too busy with the girls and work obligations and taking care of her father. She is happy for Joe. They have been very friendly with one another. It does seem that way. Yeah. Um, and are very supportive of each other's happiness. They still love each other. They, excuse me. They still love one another. But as Teresa told Andy Cohen on the Watch What Happened Live episode uh, special, they are separated by the Atlantic Ocean. Neither is interested in a long-distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Listen. And I do, I do believe that this has been uh, like friendly between the two of them. I've been seeing, been, yeah. I've been seeing him post things on Instagram and Teresa leaving friendly comment. comments yeah. and, and both about like, he, he left a really long one kind of about like moving on and like, mm. be thankful for what you have in life, stuff like that. And yeah. she was like, she commented and was like, very true. Like post a bunch of hearts. And like, I, I do feel like they're just at a point where they un- both understand that this is what has to be done. It's not that they don't love each other or respect one another. This is just the situation they find themselves in. 
Yeah. And it's okay for them to both move on. I feel like they're both just allowing each other, like, okay, this is okay. Like, well, we that's what I know from it that people, it's like the stigma is like, it's not like bad. Like, you don't have to hate each other. You you have four daughters like, together. It's, oh, like what you just said. Like, it's okay yeah. that they're making this decision. Right. Um, I thought it was really cute. Like, uh, like Joe recently posted, uh, because, you know, also the girls are supposed to be visiting him in Italy yeah. for Christmas. Teresa's going to be staying in New Jersey with her dad. She's coming to my house. <laughs> and, um, I did see on Joe's Instagram, he had like a video of like, he went like, he's like, first time I've been able to go Christmas shopping for my daughters in a long time. And like, I went and like got them stuff and it was like Fendi bags. I'm like, oh my God, ridiculous. But you're like, oh, but no, I know. Like, no, no, no. But it was really cute because like, and then like Teresa commented and she was like, oh, what about thanks to mom? Like who helped you with it? Like, you know what I mean? Like he probably video chatted her and she was like, get him this or get him that. But it's cute. Like, you know, like. But like as as positive as that all is, I still can't help but feel sad that this is all happening around Christmas. Yeah, I mean it's not like I don't want to like sounds like bad. I mean it's not like someone's like dead. Of course not, but I just like they've been. With it their almost mom. makes me they've feel been with like their mom every day for the past X amount. I know. Of years. I just like, wish maybe they could have said something after the holidays on behalf of their daughters, but maybe their daughters just knew. To I me, don't know. that just shows that it's real. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. I don't know. The girls are old enough. I, it's, it's life. I know. Their, their life is going to be in front of You just have that heartbreaking episode recently of Adriana, the youngest one, who's, what, like nine years old yeah. now? And they were going through family photos, and he's been in jail for four years. So she was, like, five years old when he went away, and they were asking her, like, oh, do you remember, like, any of these trips or any of this stuff? And you can tell that she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that's, like... That's the heartbreaking part. Um, as much as we want to say, oh, they're old enough to, like, we have to keep in mind, yeah. there's still a nine-year-old in the mix here. Like, you know what I mean? I know, I know. So it's it's hard and it's sad. But You're right. this is the best thing for all of them. I agree. We're all moving on. Yes. Um, okay. Bravo is making us all move on. Yeah. Speaking of Bravo making us move on. We're moving on to the West Coast, baby. We're going Mormon. We're talking about we're talking we're going Mormon. We're talking about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. Um, and Exec was recently on a podcast, uh, the the Daily Dish, Bravo's Daily Dish podcast, speaking about uh, speaking about the news that was uh, that broke at BravoCon about a new Housewives franchise. We all learned that it was going to be Salt Lake City. I think we spoke about this at your ugly sweater party too. I just I I'm not over. I'm still like I don't know. We're all pretty spacey. I'm not okay with that. But anyways, um, so Noah Sampton, he's the senior VP of current programming. He was on the podcast and he was talking about, it was really funny when I was doing the notes uh, for our show tonight, the real house is a Salt Lake City. So I put R-H-O-S-L-C. It just, it doesn't look right. It just like, it's they, just weird. Did they come out like with what the. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of. Because it wasn't a hashtag when they announced it. Like obviously. I'm yeah, it's weird. Like, it's weird. It's like, it's weird. Um, it's usually either like one letter or two. It's like gonna be got like, three. It's it's gonna be R H S L. It's are you solid or like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so he was on this podcast, and he, I, I like how it kind of starts off talking about how the news broke at BravoCon, right? And then he's talking about how, um, he went through Twitter during BravoCon to see how people's reactions were, and he had, saw mine. He admittedly said. I saw that there was an outcry. I saw people were not happy. Um, but he said they decided to move forward with it because it was so unexpected. Like, and I think Andy was saying the same thing. I think I read a quote from him talking about how like, oh, like sometimes we like to mix it up and do a place that people wouldn't think of, right? Um, he said, Noah said that it's much different than what fans probably picture in their head um, and that the exacts and him, like they have a lot of faith in how this show is going to be. Did we even be. know that this is one of the options? Like when they were like teasing things? No, I mean, they I announced Salt Lake was. City and I was just like blown away. I, it wouldn't even cross my mind because immediately when you hear it, you think of like major cities in the U.S. So immediately I thought Chicago. A lot of people thought Chicago. But I thought they teased like a couple of different cities. And like, I, just, I don't I know. Like if they did, didn't I didn't catch it. I definitely didn't know this was going to be happening. Um, but he, we do have a quote from Noah. Um, interesting. 
kind of teases it a little bit. He said uh, about the women from Salt Lake City, he said they check a lot of boxes that our viewers are looking for. They're women with interesting families and family relationships and interesting relationships with each other. I think their backgrounds are actually sort of more interesting than you might normally see. This was the this was the line that really was like, ooh, okay, okay. He said, we saw the development tape early on and jaws were dropping over what was, you know, what these women's lives were like and who they were. So uh, they're feeling good about it. I don't know. The execs at Bravo are, are liking this well enough that they... Yeah, they've been liking a lot of the franchises that suck. They spoke up Miami for a really long time. It lasted like a day. They still talk up Potomac. Potomac is trash. Well, you also had They Andy, come up with storylines. You also had Andy, like hype 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 up new jersey these uh these last two seasons and, and it's it's oh lived God. up right. to the billing absolutely i agree with you on that one but like still like i you have an exec probably approving all these taglines that are trash like someone's screwing up somewhere i don't of course an executive is gonna hype up what of their course, company is course. doing if they weren't hyping it up why would you be making that decision but we don't but you know what they they are saying it's unexpected and it's true because I told you when I first heard it was Salt Lake City, I was like, my head went to Mormons. And I'm like, I know, but I'm like, so bad no, it sounds part, bad, but like, but, like, but that's, uh, but that, listen, it sounds bad. Defeat the stigma. No, 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 no. It sounds bad. But if you, if you take the population and you pull well, them, like the yeah. majority is, is Mormon. And there um, is apparently already, there's like, it's say it's like six women. It's 50% of them are Mormon. Apparently, right. So, so we're not even just whatever. It's just facts. So I'm and like, that's not a problem. Okay, no, it's not a problem. But when you think of housewives, you think of like they're getting drunk, they're they're doing crazy doing shit, like they're doing like, bad. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, whoa, like I we don't know what to expect. So I can't wait to see a trailer. I have no idea. I was checking the article to see if there was like when it's coming out, when we should expect it. I didn't read anything, so I don't know. Um, but I'm I'm ready to see a trailer, Bravo. Bring it out, bring it out, bring it, bring it, bring it. All right, so those are our big stories of the week in Housewives. Uh, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's do it. Let's play a game. So when you sent it to me, I was like, at first, I like didn't like understand because like I was like, so like I'll go we'll get it. I'll explain why I didn't understand. So we are playing. Okay, the capers. I'm telling you guys, like I'm not. I'm just very like not well, not well. Luke. Oh, that's why. Oh shit. Um, someone at work has the other half of my paper. That's so. That's going to be fun. Uh, someone's going to find out about my podcast. Oh, Just, I, I told everyone at the holiday party. <laughs> so, you little forget. You're playing a game called Who is Crashing My Christmas Party? Yes. So, unfortunately, no one crashed Katie's ugly sweater party. I wish someone came. <laughs> so, we are choosing 10 people, five of our housewives, gals, or you can be one of the hus husbands if you yes, want, yep, yep. Um, and five football people. So, and only one New York Giant. Yeah, I hope I stuck. I hope I stuck to that rule. That was the rule. I'm going to screw. I think I might have screwed that Otherwise, we would have picked all five Giants. I think I might have screwed that Oh, my God. There's one rule to the game. People forget. Um, And, yes, and then we're going to talk about um, our imaginary party, who we invited, 10 people. But then there was, like, eight, Um, what are those called? Superlatives. Superlatives. So senior superlatives of the party. So there's 10 people coming, but eight of them are getting the superlatives. Mm -hmm. So why don't we start with who you invited? Yeah, definitely. So um, you get it started. So tell me who you invited. Okay. So when it comes to Bravo Lebs, I am inviting to my party, of course, my favorite housewife of all time, Miss Dorinda Medley. Um, second fave, Melissa Gorga. I'm inviting Luann because she's now best friends with me and Kaylin. <laughs> and then I decided... I decided that I was going to do a twofer and invite Dolores and Frank Catania. You know what? I think nowadays plus ones are welcome. So that would be Well, yeah. Plus like one. I was very excited about pairing those and having them come. So those were my five Bravo Lebs. Uh, my five football people. Obviously, I'm if I only get one Giants player, I'm inviting Eli Manning. Um, now, because I have to go outside of the Giants, I'm like, I don't really give a shit no, about other people but I went with somebody who I thought has a fun personality life of the party personality I went with a uh, 49ers tight end George Kittle he, seem he seems a lot of fun I and you know what invited him from for my hubby 
Um, Who said Frank was invited? This oh, is, this is a no. This I, is I, I no. Listen, this was my imaginary party, party. So I also invited people on your behalf to be. So shut it. Shut it. I didn't allow Katie's husband to come. Frank, if you're watching, you are not invited to this party. I, um, I got creative and made sure that I invited uh, former Giants players uh, who are on other teams now. Obviously, I'm inviting Damon Snacks Harrison. Oh, yes. I'm inviting Prince Amukabara. Oh, he is, like, he's the life of the party. I think. And then on Caitlin's behalf, because I'm just a good friend like that, I invited her celeb crush, Mr. Also for my husband, Mr. Nick Bosa. So there you go. Those are my 10. Those are my 10. Alrighty. So my housewives that I invited, I invited Dorinda, Ramona, <laughs> You'll might find this shocking, but I'll get to it later. Okay. Jennifer. All right. Bethany. Yeah. And Lisa Vanderpump. Okay, okay. My NFL boys are Mr. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, boy. Mr. Hardy. Michael Strahan. Okay. Nick Bosa. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this one, it'll tie into our superlative later. Okay. I invited the um, Seattle Seahawks offense. <laughs> <laughs> the entire offense? Well, mainly like their wide receivers and their running backs. So we'll get into it later. Oh so God. let's get into our superlatives. Yeah, so yeah. number one, who is your best dress of the evening? Obviously, Melissa Gorga. I mean, she always mm-hmm. has the best clothes for sure. I like Mr. Michael Strahan because oh, he is he's sharp. He's sharp. Always sharp. He has he's his sharp. suit line. He's always dressed in the nines. Yeah, definitely for sharp. sharp. Number two, most likely to be making out under the mistletoe. I read. I originally had Nick Bosa hopefully making out with Caitlin under the mistletoe, but I crossed it yeah, out because okay. I'd more. I'd rather. I'd be more excited to see Dolores and Frank making oh, out. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart. I actually, I would be more in favor of that as well. Okay, good, good. So I'm making sacrifices. Good. Here I'm as glad. Well. I'm glad. Um, I put Ramona. She's oh, she's yeah. hooking up. 60-year-old woman, she's oh, hooking up. Oh, oh my God. God. You know, I'm dating. I'm dating. You know, I'm dating. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll okay. Hooking up. Um, your beer bong partner. Okay. Well, number one, like, it's good to have a quarterback anyways, right, in beer pong. And then, obviously, like, I just want some, like, one-on-one, like, bonding time with Eli Manning. <laughs> so, so, me and Eli, we're going to run the run the beer pong table. I don't know if you guys would win, but I'm – because if you're going up against oh. me, maybe take a Mr. Gr- Rob Gronkowski. Oh, my God. And I think we're winning. I think we're winning. Oh, goodness. All right. The best – oh, sorry. The most shwasty pants. Dorinda. 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 Obviously. Love you, girl. Obviously, obviously. Um, who brings the best gift? All right. I'm giving this person another nomination. Um, I just feel like Melissa would bring a really good gift. I really like yeah. her taste and I like her style. And I just feel like she'd bring me something really so cute. So I did not invite her to my party when we were thinking about it. I was like, you know what? All the episodes where she has to go out and like they're going to a yeah. event. She always goes to, like the most fancy place. She's like, I'm going to someone's like wine and cheese party. I need to buy them a $15,000 <laughs> bracelet. So I, that's where she I was thinking too. Um, so I put Bethany because yeah. she's always, I don't even care if it's skinny girl branded. She's always bringing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the one if she just comes to your house. Yeah. She always has something on her. I hands. had Bethany and then I had to get rid of her because I had to bring in Dolores and Frank together. Together. But Bethany would give a great present. Fair, fair. Um, so who is the worst fit flip cup player? I had to just look across the board at who I invited and I know we're like best friends, but Luann, I just feel like you wouldn't be a good flip cup yeah, player. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry, Lou. I'm well, sorry. I put Jennifer. So after they did that, oh, the she was for Teresa's birthday. No. I just feel like she wouldn't be able to take direction. She'd be good at the drinking, not the like, flipping. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. So who's your best dancer? I just feel like George Kittle would have moves. Yeah. Like he does. I don't know. I don't know. So this is why I went with the Seattle Seahawks offense. So they did in sync and they most recently did one too. They choreograph it during practice. Yeah, I know. I know. They're awesome. They are amazing. I've never seen men with this better moves before. Better moves before. So like they're coming to my party and they're dancing. They can come to my wedding. Dance at my wedding. Like just I'll pay you to just come dance at my wedding. They should be in Luann's cabaret. Absolutely. Um, and then the final one, who might not be invited back next year? Because obviously we invited people because we like them, right? Yeah. Um, so I had to go with almost like who did I, I mean, 
I invited Nick Bosa for for you guys, you for you and Frank. I'm not, listen, you shoot your shot, and if it doesn't happen, he's not coming back next year. Listen, Sorry. You're talking to the queen of shooting her shot. And you're right. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And, and maybe it happens. Maybe it's just a one-time thing. We let it be magical and never happen again. So but Nick Bosa. You didn't even pick him to kiss me under the mistletoe. So. <laughs> because I already knew that you, you had that covered. You didn't need the mistletoe. I didn't. I'd be like, <laughs> a zoom. Um, shoot my shot. People don't forget. Good for her. Um, so yeah, so I actually went with Jennifer uh, because yeah. I picked her like mainly. Yeah, I was like, because I was just like, you know what? Like, but Make a lot of the girls say that yes, she makes things interesting. They actually say as much as sometimes they don't like her that she's actually really fun. Like a lot of them, yes. So I was like, you know what? Like, let's bring her. But okay. I know she'd probably say something so stupid, be yeah. super arrogant, not take her back. Okay, okay. So, so that was my enough. yeah. Good game, good game. That was a good game. I like that too. All right, so point in our night where we get it off our chest, positive, negative, housewives, football, life. Um, We didn't even talk about what we were doing. No, we didn't have time to review this. Do you want to go or should I go? I don't know. What if we have the same one? I don't think we have the same one. No? Go ahead. I'll go first then. I get emotional. All right. It's okay. Oh, I got the same one. I know I don't have the same one. Okay. It's not Eli. No. Okay. So, um, actually, so I was able to, I'm fortunate enough to attend the Giants game last yeah. weekend. It's actually like a couple of pointers. Um, so I do want to do a quick shout out. So we are on Twitter as well. And I can notice things. Um, so I met up with our fellow podcaster, um, Bobby Skinner. So he is one of the co-hosts for a podcast called Talking Giants. They're really good. I would go look them up. It was so cool to... Um, and I work in social media. So like when you're interacting with a lot of people online, when you get to finally meet them in person, like yeah. it's super cool. Sorry I didn't get to meet you, Bobby. Uh, yeah. Come so, to the softball game. You should. Um, so I got to meet Bobby in person and um, we both have been fans of each other's podcasts for probably like six months now. So super great to meet a fellow Giants fan, a fellow podcaster, you yeah. know, podcaster support and podcasters. Yeah. Um, so super women great. Support <laughs> women? You support Bethany. other women? Bethany? Bethany? Wow. 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 Streets in New York, just yelling at wow. her speakerphone. Um, so super great to meet you, um, yeah. Bobby. Um, you know, Talking Giants, great podcast. Go, they're the ones who sold us the Danny Dimes T-shirt, so mm-hmm. they got some good stuff. He actually told me at the game, he's like, "You guys like made us more sales after you posted those pictures." I was like, "I'll keep, I'll keep posting it. They're amazing T-shirts." Yeah. Um, so that was like the first like highlight of it. So um, super fortunate to go to the game uh, because all week they were talking about if. Eli would be starting again. Um, obviously, started in Philly at Philly, um, so it was announced that he was going to be starting um, with, which what was definitely probably his last start at Giant mm-hmm. Stadium. Um, Fun fact: Caitlin and I were together uh, during Tom Coughlin's last home game. Oh my god, I know, but so, I, I don't think like we like knew. And I was like, oh my god, no, I, I, I think I, I don't know that he knew. Like, but that's very know. special was, that you've you've gotten to go to both. Now. It was so um, the. The vibe from the stadium, and I know how angry Giants fans can get, and I know how, um, like you know, the seats can be empty, the tailgate can be empty, and like how tolerating the losing, yeah, how negative it can be. But when Eli came out on that field, even like when he was warming up, it just like we were acting like we were another Super Bowl team, and. Um, for him to be announced, it was like your Super Bowl, like MVP, like Eli Manning, like he came out and it was just like, it was chills. And it's like, I almost like didn't want to scream and shout because I wanted to take it all in. Yeah. And I like definitely was super emotional at the game. Um, I like read a lot of articles where it was like Eli Manning was like Jackal and Hyde in his last game because he sucked, but also threw like all. He, but like, screw you, they he won. played really well for a team that had only won two games all season. And like I don't to care get another win to get another win is cheating. Um, but he came out and he did his thing. He did his thing. Your job in the NFL is to win football games, and he won it. And yeah. um. It just was. And then um, my I was with my dad and my two brothers, and we ended up leaving a little early on because the Giants were dominating. Shocker. We usually leave because we're like, damn it, this sucks. We got to get out of here. We left because they were dominating. Yeah. Um, we wanted to beat the traffic. And um, we all went home. And um, he took you know his final snap before Alex mm-hmm. Tanny came in. And that moment... And Pat Shermer respectfully let him call that timeout and let Eli get the ovation that he deserved. And it was just like, I was sitting in front of my TV and I was crying. I was crying too. I couldn't like, I'm like a little emotional now about it. Like I yeah. just couldn't like. I'll never forget that. 
I'll never forget like Eli Manning and like he is like like the quarterback that like we know and it's I was saying to someone like earlier this week that yeah you have a lot of these big quarterbacks out there right now like even before Eli Manning but to someone to come out in like what 16 seasons he's been with us never got hurt only didn't start once because Ben McAdoo is a freaking idiot how many teams can say that yeah the guy never got hurt one is two Super Bowls. Two and like, Super Bowl MVPs. And, like, I know, like, not getting hurt is, like, a not a statistic. No, but, like, how many people, like, Big Ben goes down every five days. Like, Big it's, Ben's been out this whole Tom season. Brady tore his ACL. Like, you can't compare. And it's to nobody's fault. It's no, I'm just saying. But I mean, he's I, been fortunate that he's been healthy. And it's unfortunate when but that is hurt. But that attests to him. Yeah. How long has he been with an awful offensive line and he hasn't gotten injured? I just. The guy can take hits and get back up. I have, and I see a lot of that in Daniel Jones too, mm-hmm. despite this. Oh, yeah. I think they're just sure. being careful of him sure. on this injury. Like, I don't really see that. Eli actually had an ankle injury too, in one it of his. kind of the best scenario for Giants fans. I just, um, yeah. So, like, I think the whole day for me was really good. I mean, I got to spend the day with my dad and my brothers too. Yeah. They always joke, I'm. The third Brower boy of the family. My dad was like, I'd be comfortable turning around and be like, these are my sons. <laughs> Here's Caitlin, my youngest son. <laughs> um, so it's good. It's honestly, um, and my brothers are, and my dad are very respectful of me. Like when it comes to talking about sports and everything, it's just like, I, so I think the whole day was just a good day. Yeah. Um, and I just love Eli Manning so much. And yeah. I was happy to be there and it was super emotional, but I'm just like still on cloud nine about yeah. it. And I'm if happy if that was it, then awesome. I was there, and that was that. Yeah. Yeah, emotional, emotional day. Whether you were there watching from home. God, was I like, love that kid. It was crazy. Love you. I would literally tweet it out, Eli, I would die for you. Yeah. And a lot of people liked it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I would. You know I what? Would. I would. Yeah. Take a bullet, Real Life Manning. Um, mine is going to be very quick, and it actually uh, stems off of a very either last episode or two episodes ago, stems off of the Get It Off My Chest I did then talking about that I wish the NFL would change the playoff rules, Um, how nobody in the NFC East uh, deserves to be there. People, like, say that to me. Like, they think I take it offensively. And I'm like, you know what? No, like, actually, at at this point, like, nope. (laughs) We have three wins. It's not like we're arguing that we deserve And, like, our top team is trash, too. Right. Like, it's not offensive at this point. So, you've got Dallas and and Philly both at 7-7 now. So, that game uh, this weekend, we didn't mention that. But, obviously, they're playing each other this weekend. That's an enormous game. Carson Wentz said, it's probably the biggest game I've played in as, as, you know, a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. But, what I want to talk about, not just about, I did mention that the rules need to change because I don't think anybody from the NFC East deserves to go, especially if, you know, let's say they go with an eight and eight record or a nine and seven record Um, and teams with better records might miss out Mm -hmm. on the playoff spot. I just want to quickly say that I also think they need to change the rules as far as um, not, I, I said, adopt NBA rules where the top eight teams with the best records, uh, get in. But then not only that, it disturbs me to think that, um, let's say, whoever does win the NFC East, Dallas or Philly, will be the four seed. There's six seeds, okay? Either the Seattle Seahawks or the San Francisco 49ers will either get the one seed or- in the NFC or the five seed. Yeah. And the Cowboys will be ahead of them at the four seed. The Cowboys will have possibly, no, definitely, a home field game. Over the... What the hell yeah. did they deserve to get home field advantage? The Niners even, should be... They like, don't deserve home, to yeah. be in the playoffs. No. Or Dallas or Philly. They don't I deserve agree. to have a home game. That's absolute BS. Yeah. You're going to have a team, that's either fast. Seattle or San Fran, that's been one of the best teams in the league this year, right, have to play on the road against either Dallas or Philly? Are you freaking kidding me? Uh, teams that have 11 wins mm-hmm. compared to teams that have right now currently have seven? That's a joke. And it's BS. Yeah, I agree. And the NFL really needs to, like, reevaluate this shit because it's, like, it, it disturbs me. But anyways, I told you it was going to be quick. That's all I have to say. Oh, I'm ending the show. I threw yes, end it. <laughs> She's I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. I was like, I didn't know. No, 
Yeah, so obviously we're not, this is not a Wednesday night, this is a Thursday night, but there are no Thursday night games, as yeah. we said. Because, like, I didn't know that. I was, you were going to leave and I was going to pop Yeah, on. and there's no, there's no Dallas and New Jersey tonight because that was last night. Yeah. It was Wednesday. Don't get confused. Don't forget. Um, you have Atlanta, Real Housewives of Atlanta on Sunday at 8 p.m. Um, Real Houses of Orange County, I said it was going on forever. They're finally in their yeah. reunion. Part, part two. Because part one, it was wild. Part it was very wild. Um, Monday at 10 p.m. Super late. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, no Thursday night football. Saturday games. Houston and Tampa. We already went over this. Buffalo and New England. Um, and you got the Rams and the 49ers. Sunday night football. You have the Chiefs against Chicago. I'm actually interested in it. You never know. Chicago, kind of sketchy. Um, Monday night football. You have the Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. Always a good game. Always a good game. And then your bowl games on Friday, Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday for yep. the um, for the college. For the college. For the college. Now we can be done. I tried to hit the screen, but it actually like flew right above it. Like it was like, bing. So we actually, yeah, honestly, and whatever you celebrate, like I don't. Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. yeah. It's Boxing Day. Yeah. That is a, that's, that's a big thing, apparently. Like it huge, is, is. a huge thing. Um, just happy holidays. And it's like, even if you don't even, even if like you're atheist, like just enjoy the time. Like if you have time off from work, just like be with your friends, be with your family. Like it just, it's a good time of year. Yeah. And we've we've officially been doing this for two years. over two years now. Yeah. So I keep saying it. Like, I think in January, we're going to do something big. So we're going to hit 100 episodes, and we are going to be live for two years. Um, I'm thinking something big. Like, we got to, like, do it like a live broadcast in front of people. We got to do it where, like, Bravo, like, watch what happens live, where they have, like, their whatever episode, and they invite all, like, guests. Like, who wants to be a guest on our show? Like, come on. Well, we could do that, like, VI. And like, like where is your birthday? And like, just like just bringing guests, guests yeah. people. We could. Like, I think that's like a great idea. We might have to think about our guest uh, appearances now. And like, you guys make a little come. List. Like, everyone's invited, but it's like you might not be a guest. True. Party with us after. Yeah. Okay, so we need to end this on like multiple venues. So I'm on Twitter right Bye now. On Twitter. How do I end it? Bye on Twitter. Actually, I had a lot of comments on Twitter. I'll check that later. Um, and then we're going to go ahead and end it on Facebook. So on Facebook. thank you, guys. End it. And then we're going to go ahead and end it with the podcast here. So thank you, guys. Bye-bye.